More efficient energy production, balanced inflammation, better overall health. Those are three things everyone can get on board with. But as we age, the cellular processes that run like a well-oiled machine in our youth begin to wear down. Fact is, everything we do from working out to breathing in our sleep creates stress and produces free radicals, a byproduct of reactions in the body that produce oxidative stress. Over time, this stress eats away at the integrity of our cells, causing damage that manifests as aging and other complications. That's bad news, but it doesn't necessarily have to play out that way. By protecting the cells, and more importantly, the mitochondria, the body itself may delay the effects of an aging cell. Bottom line, to live a wellness-focused life and to achieve optimal health, performance, and energy levels, you have to make cellular integrity priority number one. That's where total mitochondria comes in. Total mitochondria has been shown to help boost cellular integrity, promote cardiovascular health, and balance normal inflammation responses. Mitochondria, affectionately known as the powerhouse of the cells, are responsible for generating ATP, which runs the rest of the body. Think of mitochondria like turbines. They produce energy that every cell in our bodies needs to function and therefore are critical for brain, muscle, and heart health. When our cells are healthy, the mitochondria inside them function optimally. Total mitochondria is the answer. If you want more, go to onit.com slash total dash mitochondria. And as always, if you want 10% off this amazing product and more, go to onit.com slash podcast. What up, what up? We're taking a deep dive into red light therapy. What the fuck is that? Well, there are... Some pretty cool scientific studies coming out based on what red light does to us and infrared light. I'm sure you've heard Dr. Rhonda Patrick talking about infrared saunas and different forms of infrared light, how important it is to get the full spectrum of light from the sun, but truly being indoors all day long and surrounded by blue light, we're missing out on some of those key components of light therapy. We take a deep dive into light therapy with the homies from Juve. Thank you guys for tuning in. And uh, make sure you keep listening after the show ends because we'll have a little discount for y'all. All right, we're clapped in. We got the boys from Juve. Introduce yourselves, please, for the audience. I'm Scott, one of the co-founders of Juve. Uh, pleasure to be here, Kyle. I'm Wes. I'm uh, I'm a business dire director. Uh, we, need, we need to start over. <laughs> <laughs> we got to leave it. We got to leave it. We're a, we're we got to leave no, it. No, give us some nicotine. Give us some nicotine. You know what? We'll, yeah. we'll, <laughs> I think we'll, we'll try one more time. I am Wes. I'm director of business development for Juve. There we go, Wes. People are now going to see the arc of you getting over the nerves, overcoming it, and being able to articulate exactly what you mean and all that's working inside your brain. So this is great. You want to show them the whole thing. That's right. You know, right. all these all these guys that show up in the in the spiritual scene that've got it all figured out and they just act like they were born that way. Fuck those guys. You got to show <laughs> the the failures and the humanness of your experience I, to get to the place of where you're at. Totally, man. I'm jacked up right now that I just got over that little fear right there and I'm ready to roll. <laughs> Good, because we're not editing. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Well, I've been meaning to get you guys on for a while. And actually since um, it's funny because, you know, Aubrey started, obviously you, you guys have worked with Aubrey before and Ben Greenfield and a lot of people that I'm familiar with that I hold in high respect in the space of biohacking or performance and longevity, any of those things where the, you know, a lot of people are like biohacking, that's such a lame term, but truthfully, you know, like how we can have one foot as Ben puts it in our ancestral living and one foot in the miracles of modern science. And you guys fall into that miracle of modern science. So I want to take a deep dive into Juve, but I also want to get your backgrounds. Like where'd you guys start off and what got you into 
light therapy? I mean, I'll, I'll kick that one off. I've spent most of my, my professional career in traditional med tech, so the medical device space with companies like Covidian, Medtronic, Boston Scientific, um, and to be a little bit more um, specific, the, the cardiovascular arena. So my wheelhouse was uh, peripheral stents and thrombectomy catheters, far, far different from you know, the devices, uh, the red light, red light therapy devices. Um, but the kind of our origin story dates back to actually um, my wife and then my sister-in-law who actually picked up a, uh, or bought a, a red light therapy package. And for those listening, I'm using air quotes here, red light therapy package at a spa <laughs> in Minneapolis. We were in Minneapolis at the time. Saw really good results, but didn't want to have to go to this commercial facility that often. And so they were looking for, uh, for products that they could use at home and there just wasn't anything that existed. You know, this concept of like, you know, high quality red light therapy that ideally would treat your full body. Um, and so we didn't, uh, envisioned starting a company at, at the time, uh, but there was really no other product. So that, that kind of, uh, you know, that, that's back in early 2015, but that, that's, a, that's a little bit, we can certainly go deeper than that, but that's a little bit, little background on, on myself and Juve. Yeah. And I, so I'm, I'm Scott's brother-in-law and my, my two sisters and other brother-in-law, the ones that started, as Scott just mentioned. And when they first started it, they, I remember they, they sent me, you know, more of a prototype type product. And I, I swear to God, I had it for like six to eight months before I tried it. Cause I was like, this is, this is bullshit. This is not real. I'm not using this. And then they told me I could, well, flip it on. And they're like, it's safe to look at. And I was like, this can't be safe to look at. I'm not, it's so damn bright. I'm not looking at it. So when I first tried it, I was like, this is, this is unbelievable. I've never felt anything like this. And I wanted to be a part of it. So I, I briefly came on after, after they had kind of got more of the bones in, in place. And I knew this was something that we could spread across, across the world. Very cool. Yeah. So let's take a deep, I mean, let's really look at what this is doing because I think for, for most people, if you're in this space, you've heard of some of the studies that Dr. Rhonda Patrick beats the drum over, you know, and the, a lot of that has to do with sauna therapy and heat shock proteins, but also in the infrared space, um, how it helps with cellular function, detoxing the body. And, and a lot of this also accelerated recovery. So I want you guys to dive in a bit of the science because you've been looking at this for a while now. So what is exactly happening when we turn on this high-powered red light and infrared combo? Yeah, and, and I'll, I'll kind of take it back to that origin story. So I came from, just like Wes, I, um, I was very skeptical of the therapy at first. I mean, I was used to dealing with what I perceived as, you know, le legitimate medical products, right? Things that save lives. And so I thought this is complete woo-woo, this concept of red light and its ability to actually induce you know, a wide variety of benefits. So I went straight to PubMed. I was like, what's this all about? Um, is there any clinical data to support any of this? Or is this just a bunch of like people kind of talking about, you know, new age stuff? And after spending, you know, a few hours, I was blown away by the sheer amount of science that supports this therapy. In the world of academia, it's referred to as photobiomodulation. It's an entire subspecialty of medicine, actually. Uh, there's conferences, you know, across the world where docs get PhDs largely get on stage and speak about the latest and greatest, you know, in the world of photobi photobiomodulation. It's just mainstream consumers haven't heard of it because it's not covered by insurance, right? Mm. Um, so I was, I was quickly blown away by the science. And at its core, these wavelengths of light, I'm sure we'll get into to kind of more of the, uh, the, the nuts and bolts of this stuff, but <clears throat> these wavelengths of light actually help your, your, your cells and your body uh, to become more efficient at producing energy. And because of that core mechanism of action, there's, there's some other ancillary things that are going on for sure, which we'll touch on. But because of that core mechanism of action, you get a laundry list of benefits that quite honestly sound like a late night QVC commercial. So everything from muscle recovery to weight loss, to hair regrowth, to better skin, to enhance cognitive function, 
reduced uh, symptoms related to TBI. I mean, literally, the list goes on and on. And if you buy one now, you'll get half off the second one on late night. <laughs> I mean, that's kind of what it sounds like. But it's, it's all the, co the cool thing about operating in this space, all supported by legitimate peer-reviewed, you know, published literature, which is like, it's, it's fun to get behind something like that. Well, I've been using the portable device on my testicles because Ben Greenfield told me that would help boost <laughs> testosterone. But now I guess I should be using it on the top of my head to regrow <laughs> the hair that I lost since <laughs> becoming a dad. <laughs> I had some some a little bit of baldness going on, but once once we gave uh, once my wife gave birth with the lack of sleep, it all went <laughs> bye bye. So. <laughs> Isn't that, isn't that funny when you're like, you're, the sleep is lacking, you almost feel like your hair is just like slowly falling out. Yep. Like that's pretty slowly, much, even yeah. quickly. It's like, you have, you have a, <laughs> uh, an acute stressor like that that becomes chronic. For sure, there's going to be some issues. All right. So, I mean, you, you touched on a few things there. What's happening with the cell? Obviously, um, you know, mitochondria are such a big focus in the space of health and wellness because we're starting to see like, like everything from tripping over the truth with Travis Christofferson, where we have the metabolic theory of cancer. And how that's, you know, we were talking about Dominic Diagostino before this. That's why my mind's there. But um, mitochondrial dysfunction leading to disease. So anything we can, and, you know, it's funny. This is in, you know, a lot of Western medicine science because Western medicine is about treating the illness. It's mm -hmm. not about preventative, right. right? And here's something that we can do that's incredibly preventative. And it works from longevity to performance to everything in between. Yeah, without a doubt. And I think there, there's more that goes into that as well as you look at how really us as humans have shifted in this modern modern lifestyle of now 93% of, of Americans are spending their lifetime indoors. You know, that's 87% that's, uh, in an office building, 6% in the car, leaving 7% of their life is being exposed to, to natural sunlight. And, and, and one more counter to there is there, what are they doing inside? What light are they exposed to inside? Is, is artificial blue light, right? Everybody's addicted to their phone. They're on their TV, their, their computers. So we're really getting an imbalance of light as well because blue light, which is, uh, which is coming off those screens, is never um, present in natural sunlight without the accompaniment of red light. So there's really a lack of light in our, in our, in our daily life in general. And now, I mean, what, what have you learned ever since you were a kid? What do they tell you? When you go outside, put sunscreen on, right? Block, block the sun, it's harmful for you. And we really We're have thick a thick ass sunglasses. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. And then you you see these these this feedback we get and and actual blood work back from guys who are they follow a ketogenic diet, they they do ice baths, they do high intensity training, and then when they use our product, and after like sixty days, I've seen blood work back like doubled in testosterone. And what so what's the missing component there? And I think it goes into what we, what what I'm just mentioning there is there's a lack of light. And once you just get some healthy light into your lifestyle, it does profound things on the body. And, and, and if you're new to this kind of this, this topic of light, um, an, an analogy I like to use is everyone listening to this show is familiar with macronutrients, right? I mean, that's, mm -hmm. that's kind of like entry into the game. If you're going to tune into the Kyle Kingsbury show, you got to understand like proteins, carbs, fats, and, and, and consuming those at different times of the day matters, right? Mm -hmm. The same general concept applies to light. Um, if you're not getting enough healthy light, that can be uh, a negative ramification. And then like, as, as Wes mentioned, if you're exposed to different wavelengths of light at different times of the day, uh, blue light, especially in the evening, that's very disruptive to your circadian rhythm um, and can really, can really make a, 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 a negative impact on, on your sleep. Um, so light, you know, the, the overarching narrative to this kind of this, this part of the conversation is lights, lights is really important to overall health and it's often underappreciated. 
Yeah, that makes that makes a ton of sense. I mean, and it's just a weird thing because we, you know, people, everybody has to fucking pay the bills. That's that's just what it is. But you can still get out on your lunch break. You can still do different things. And even that, it's almost like this uh, this idea. You know, when you again thinking about to that that model of ancestral movement and living with the miracle of modern science. If we go back to the ancestral, we didn't sit in on our ass for 23 hours indoors and then bust our ass for an hour in the gym each day and call that like, <laughs> no, I work out every day. Yeah. You know, it's not how we're meant to be. Like we're meant to have a lot of very low level activity and walking and carrying stuff back and forth and building things. And then maybe we pick up something heavy here or there or go for a hard run chasing down an animal. But that's intermittently, right? There's no doubt. I, I I can attest to that. Before I came on to Juve, um, when I was younger, I, I did construction, blue collar work for 10 years. Um, and I've never faced more like health challenges working inside on a computer. It's unbelievable how much extra work I have to do to loosen up the body, releasing the mild fascia. It's unbelievable when I naturally got that working out outside and in sunlight. So there was a few different things I noticed switching into a inside lifestyle of, man, I'm not getting sunlight. I'm not getting, I'm not moving. Like this is, this is terrible. And you see what's happening to, to folks who, you know, do that for 30 to 40 years. I mean, no wonder we have significant health challenges in our, in our lives. Yeah, no doubt. One of the things that I, that I liked when I was looking into infrared research was the ability to cure seasonal affective disorder. So for people who live in like the North Pacific Northwest, or if you're in the Nordic uh, European countries and you get very little sunlight throughout the year, you have, you know, a lot of cloud coverage you can really get this form of depression where you're just fucking sunk because you miss the light of the sun. And a lot of that can be cured through infrared and red light. Have you guys looked at some of that stuff with regards to Juve? Yeah, there, there, there's no doubt. In fact, at a, at a high level, it's it's anecdotal feedback that we get a lot from customers. Now, granted, it's, it's very qualitative in nature, but a common kind of uh, sort of... Um, <clears throat> feedback loop is it, it makes me feel good. I'm drawn to it every morning or I'm drawn to it every every evening. But when you look at the actual um, clinical science, there's a fair amount of evidence that suggests red and, and near-infrared light do do promote um, less less de depression, especially within a, a population of people suffering from, from traumatic brain injury. That's where most of the clinical data uh, resides right now because um, you see a lot, a fair amount of depression, right? And, you know, with, it, with any sort of, you know, brain-related issue, whether it's a, a mild concussion or something more significant. But there's there's um there's a there's a fair amount of, of data to support it and what's interesting about this is I had a an email conversation going on with uh, Dr. Michael Hamlin who's one of the world's leading uh, researchers in the in the in the field of photo photo medicine and, and, a, and a journalist from main publication and the journalist was asking that same question well are these the same is this the same thing as the happy lights the bright white happy lights that you know you see on Amazon and um, to a certain extent it's the same you know, like you're using you're trying to use light to induce you know a, a physiological change um, but you know his Dr. Hamlin's comment back to the journalist was like, it's it, it's sort of like that, but red and near infrared light actually give you more bang for your buck because they'll, they'll, they'll help with, you know, depression-related symptoms, but you get so many more benefits beyond that by using healthy wavelengths of light versus just bright white light. And I think that's 100% true. You get a lot of, like, ancillary benefits, and it's something we see, um, you know, with, with thousands of customers is someone would buy a well, you know, one of our bigger devices for muscle recovery, or maybe they heard, you know, Ben or Aubrey talking about testosterone production with red light, and then they'll start using it and they're like, man, I feel better. And then I'm getting comments about, you know, people thinking I'm doing Botox and like, no, I'm a, I'm a dude, I'm not doing Botox, but <laughs> their skin looks better. It's so you get a lot of those ancillary benefits 
by simply, you know, uh, exposing yourself to these healthy wavelengths on a on a healthy wavelengths of light on a consistent basis. Mm. Yeah, talk a bit about the difference between red and infrared. I mean, they're they're fairly close on the spectrum, from my understanding. But mm-hmm. what are what are some of the main similarities and differences, and why do you include both of them in the product? Yeah, there, there's um, and, and Wes, feel free to chime in if you want to touch on this. But there's um, when you look at the total uh, light spectrum, it's very very broad, um, and most most wavelengths of light are measured in um, using a metric referred to as nano nanometers or nm. Um, is, is, is the, is the um, short, short version of that. But there's actually a very narrow window that researchers refer to as the optical or therapeutic window. It's between about 600 and 900 nanometers uh, in, in, that, in that range. And that's red and, and invisible near-infrared. So unlike a, a sauna that, you know, an infrared sauna that delivers mostly mid and far infrared to heat up your body, near-infrared wavelengths, um, they don't generate much heat, but they have a unique ability to, to impact the mitochondria in our cells. Same thing with red light. The biggest difference between the two, red and near-infrared, is really just depth of penetration. So most of the energy in, in red light is, abdor- is absorbed in the, in the dermis and epidermis of your skin. Um, and it's, it's largely good, like, I mean, at a, at a, from a broad perspective, good for superficial tissue treatment. Whereas near-infrared light um, can penetrate deeper, um, actually can penetrate through through bone even, uh, and is good for deep, deep tissue treatment. So everything from uh, enhancing brain function to uh, reducing joint pain and inflammation to increasing um, uh, or speeding up muscle recovery. Yeah, yeah. And the near infrared will actually penetrate past your skull into the brain. And there's some incredible research for showing the offset of, of dementia, Alzheimer's, treating, tr- tr- treating traumatic brain injuries, um, uh, cognitive enhancement. I mean, it's just incredible when you see light from head to toe. And that's really why when Scott mentioned earlier, we opt for full body because when you look at these studies and you break them down, hey, when I'm shining light on these specific areas on a daily basis, everything's getting better. So why wouldn't you treat your entire body? Yeah, that makes sense to me. I wonder um, in the science on the brain specifically, if they know the mechanism of action, if it's strictly influence on the mitochondria, creating more cellular energy for the brain to use, or if it's a combination of that and maybe a bit more clearing of amyloid beta plaque, tau proteins, things like that, that actually build up with Alzheimer's dementia or TBI, which I for sure have (laughs) a laundry list of TBIs. Um, I certainly can speak to that anecdotally. I've been using it for about a week or two and it feels like I'm turned on. I use it in the morning but it just feels like something turns on in me. And I was letting you guys know before, like when I have it to my back, it's very easy to do. But when I turn face forward, and this may be due to, to my use of nicotine in the morning, it almost feels like a detox is going on as it hits my face. And sometimes I got to combine breath work with it, you know, Wim Hof style, deep breathing. And as I'm able to get to that point, like the whole rest of the day is truly better. Like I, I feel like everything clicks, my brain's turned on. Uh, this is oftentimes prior to having caffeine. So it's kind of like, you know, in Aubrey's book, On the Day on Your Life, before you touch caffeine, you have a tall glass of room temperature salt water. You get some morning light and you do a little morning exercise, right? So that's why I place that into my morning routine for the morning light because Austin's beautiful, but it rains here year round. So we, we have a lot of sun in this town, but we also have all four seasons of rain. And like today where it's raining outside, I'm not going to get a big dose of sunlight. So having that guaranteed light exposure each morning, I think is making a big difference. Yeah. And you, I mean, that's interesting. You say that literally almost word for word. We, we just started working with um, Anthony Pettis 
And he's been, he's similar, right background fighting. Um, I'm taking a lot of abuse, head trauma. And that's what he put back in. And he said, I quote, he's like, this thing is fucking legit. He's never, <laughs> and he thought it was kind of woo woo, you know, cause yeah. his agent had contact us, right? We talked and, 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 but no, similar feedback, which is, and that's what we get from a lot of the professional athletes we work with. And a lot of times they're, they're reporting back, dude, I'm sleeping a ton better than I, than I have been. And, and I, I equate that to it's getting them into a more of a, a parasympathetic state almost, almost instantly because of how much they're in fight or flight mode all the time. And especially with how much travel athletes do it really it can help uh, provide a calming effect at night as well as in the morning hmm. and so, i'll, I'll go, ahead. go ahead go ahead no no no. i was just gonna i i, I can save my question <laughs> <laughs> well, i was gonna circle back around to like some, some of those mechanisms that you mentioned mm -hmm. especially in regards to cognitive function there there are a lot of dynamics at play and and um photobiomodulation is still a relatively early field it hasn't been it's not like it's been around you know 100 years and so there there are different mechanisms that that when I say we're continuing to learn about, it's it's us you know, on the industry side in partnership with researchers. But one of the more well understood mechanisms is, is these wavelengths of light have a unique affinity towards um, an enzyme during cellular respiration called cytochrome C oxidase or CCO. Um, and because these wavelengths of light resonate with that, that, that enzyme, um, you're actually able to induce um, normal cellular function during the fourth during the fourth phase of cellular respiration, oxidative phosphorylation. So because because of that, you induce just like you help your cells actually become more efficient and 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 they function just like they're supposed to function. And that that's that's one of the core mechanisms. But like specific to um, to, to to brain function uh, or cognitive function overall, you do see in in in, uh, in like post post red light therapy CT scans this reduction in in amyloid plaque. Okay, um, and yeah, so, so that clearing of metabolic waste is enhanced. Yeah, with the efficiency of the cell. Yep, totally. And so you're inducing normal cellular function, but there's a lot of other things at play. Like you get um, enhanced cell signaling, right? Um, and that, that's probably one of the reasons why you get, um, you almost get new signaling pathways. And that's, that's pretty well documented. So in, it can help with like uh, neuroplasticity yeah. and things of that nature. Yeah, and we see, you see that a lot in the stroke research with, with red and near-infrared light therapy. Mm. Um, and so there, there's new signaling pathways. You get enhanced gene trans transcription. Um, there's some recent research from, uh, from a group uh, of researchers in, Australia, in Sydney, Australia, that documented that near-infrared light has the ability to produce more at more healthy uh, balance in, in your gut microbiome, which is completely counterintuitive because you wouldn't think near-infrared light would really penetrate as deep as your gut. And so their, their suggestion was you, you're, you're definitely seeing a much more metabolic kind of um, action at, at, at play when, you, when, you do, uh, when you're using these, these wavelengths of light. So bottom line is we're still learning a lot more, but it's clear that you're getting a lot of good stuff happening, you know, at the, at the you know, deep at the cellular level, um, which leads to all these, you know, all these, uh, uh, these wide variety of benefits. Yeah. I wanted to, I mean, there's, <laughs> there's so much here where I'm like, Ooh, I want more, I want more. <laughs> um, you know, with speaking of the microbiome, it, it makes, it makes a lot of sense to me just due to the fact that like everything influences the microbiome, your thoughts influence the microbiome. If you're fucking negative, Nancy pessimist, that's not good for the microbiome. If you have a positive outlook on like, or, or outlook on life where you're generally resilient to the challenges that we face on a consistent basis, that shifts the microbiome. Sunlight affects the microbiome. So red and infrared makes a lot of sense to me. Mm -hmm. um, a hard workout influences, getting sick influences, all these things play a factor. Taking something like oil of oregano influences it, right? Because it'll it's almost like antibiotics. It's so powerful, it'll wipe out the good and the bad. But um, what is going on exactly on an epigenetic level? Because 
so much can be affected. I remember working with this guy, Ryan Frissinger, who's an epigenetic specialist out here in Austin. And he said, at least 500 plus genes are switched on and off based on our sunlight exposure. Mm, And obviously there is a spectrum there where too little or too much will affect it negatively, but there's a big curve in the middle where it's affected positively. And I just wonder how much of this is, is exactly going on from, from the Jew, because that's such an important piece of this. And as you stated earlier, Wes, we have this complete imbalance of blue light compared to red and infrared. Yeah, and I, I'm certainly no, no uh, epi, epidemiologist uh, by, by no means, but um, I, there, there, there's no doubt that this drastic swing in, in, in lifestyle from, from our ancestries, ancestors even 150, 100, 150 years ago, to, to a lifestyle that they largely lived outdoors under natural sunlight to, um, uh, to one that's, as, as Wes mentioned, you know, about 5% of, uh, of, uh, of, of the day, the average American's day is spent outside, you know, and that's, a, that's such a drastic change. And so to expect our biological systems to adapt that fast is probably not a good, a good presumption to make. No chance. And so, um, yeah, I mean, there, there's no doubt that, um, and I, I haven't dug in, dug in deep into the research at all when it comes to, um, uh, to kind of the, the subject, but there's, there's no doubt that these being exposed to these wavelengths of light will, will induce healthy gene transcription. I mean, that's, that, that alone is pretty well documented, but I think that sort of the, the epigenetic kind of conversation or aspect of that conversation is super interesting for sure. And, yeah. and that's where we're, we're at the point where when we're educating folks and they're, they're looking at this, it's, oh, this is a biohack. This is something kind of extra I can do. And it's like, no, this is a fundamental piece of our biology and our health. Like we, we need this. And I, it's like throwing salt in your water and saying it's a biohack. Right? Yeah. <laughs> I, I, no, we need to hydrate. We need light. <laughs> like, there's some foundational principles here yeah. to living well. No doubt. No doubt. And I tell that to, uh, we, uh, of more trainers that reach out and they contact us and say, Hey, I want this for my athletes. I want to give them that cutting edge. And I always, I take them down this, this, this rabbit hole. I say, no. And by the end of it, they're always like, Oh, I, I get it. I get how important, important it is. And it's, it's unbelievable how it's just new to them. And, and, you know, it's, so it's, it's something we all need and, and just very little of, of light exposure, how much it can just amplify the body. It's incredible how starving our bodies are for it because we're, we're not giving it to it. Yeah. And I think a large part of that too is the the narrative we've been sold. Similar to, you know, you look at the ketogenic diet, for example, and our views on cholesterol and dietary cholesterol specifically, it's like there's been we've been misinformed. And you can say that's due to big agriculture or the FDA or AMA, whatever you want to label that with as far as who's to blame. But the, the the point is not to blame. The point is to say, like, we've been misinformed. Egg yolks are fucking good for you, right? And so's light. You know, and for, you know, if you're from Sweden, you're going to need far less sunlight than if you're from Africa to create vitamin D3 and some different things like that and all the other things that go with that. But we all need light, period. We're not meant to be indoors all day long. So this is such a good act because it allows us to jump in and fit it into our schedule. We've, I mean, <laughs> I'm very fortunate because I have one of these at my house and we've got them here <laughs> at on it. Uh, Aubrey's got one of them in his personal bathroom, which I get to use. So <laughs> it, it all works out. I get to, I get to have my exposure. Where do you guys see this going in the future? I mean, what are, what are some of the ways different researchers are looking at this as far as the implications and effectiveness? Uh, it's, it's for, so I think it's, it's super broad because it's, it's such a compelling, you know, therapy and has such a wide variety of applications. Um, I mean, I, I can probably speak to like what we're getting in, what we're getting more involved with is, is, um, is, um, there's, there's a couple different, um, um, clinical studies that we're about to commence on. 
um, some of which are, have already started. But there's a group in Minneapolis that we're working with that um, that's that is is uh, looking at the combination of uh, red light and ketogenic diets um, and the synergy between the two. Because it's 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 our theory, um, it's our hypothesis that uh, there is a lot of synergy between the two. Some of that's supported by um, a group of researchers in, in in Southern California with this, the Center for uh, Deuterium Depletion. Um, what is deuterium? <clears throat> deuterium is a is a uh, a heavy hydrogen isotope, um, and I'm not I'm not going to do this just or this topic justice at all. Um, but Dr. Laszlo Boros, who's at, uh, an MD um, in the Department of Immunology at UCLA, um, he's widely considered one of the, the foremost leaders in this field. And this heavy heavy hydrogen isotope is 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 really abundant in our bodies as well as just our environment. But when that when that gets out of whack, just like anything else. Um, it actually will um, will break almost like the, the the metabolic water in our in our cells becomes super uh, heavy, and it'll break the the nanomotors that spin along the electron transport chain. And so when those things break, almost like pistons in an engine, when those things break, they can't be repaired. And so your your cells just do not function right. They don't produce uh, they don't produce energy like they like they uh, like they're supposed to. And um, red and near infrared light have a unique ability to naturally deplete deuterium. And so it actually changes the viscosity in your metabolic water, and so everything just functions faster. It's more efficient. It's um, you know, there's a there's a there's a there's a host of different things that 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 go on through that. But that's kind of their their theory, and ketogenic diets, ironically, help um, uh, lower deuterium depletion levels as well naturally. Or um, and so the synergy between the two, I think, I think makes makes a ton of sense. And so we're actually uh, starting to enroll. Um, uh, patients now that are on a healthy diet, on a ketogenic diet, and then doing keto plus plus full body uh, red light therapy. So I think that that's super interesting to see the 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 benefits there. And then another another one that we're we're working on now is too is uh, is evaluating hormonal health in men and men and women using full body light therapy. Um, specifically the the uh, in men testosterone versus estrogen ratios and then in, in women estrogen versus progesterone ratios. Um, because that that's kind of like a, a healthy like baseline. If those are out of whack, then like your hormonal function isn't fucked, is it yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> is it great all around? So that's a good place to start. So those are kind of the, some of the areas that we're interested in as a company. But um, there's so many different like you know therapeutic arenas that that you could play in. But I think those are those are kind of super interesting for us to explore in, in more detail. Yeah, yeah, I'm super excited because I'm um, actually in the category of Juve plus the ketogenic diet, and I actually started them at the same time. Mm. So I, I got my blood work because we're going to test testosterone and things like that. I went through uh, wellness effects and it was like a grand worth of blood work. They tested everything from omega-3 levels to all different hormones and a complete CBC, you know, the whole look. And everything looked pretty good. There were some things that I'd switch around and need to work on. But now entering a ketogenic diet for the first time in probably eight months to a year and stacking that with the juve, I'm really curious to see what comes up. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that'd be super interesting. Yeah, yeah. And, and just like just just saying like blood work, I mean, how much is that important? I mean, it's like looking at the oil of a car. I mean, I I myself find, fall behind of getting blood work, but just how sim simple it is to go do it and just get that report back and just look at it. You know what what am I lacking and what do I need to switch up? And I think that you know this kind of falls into of light as people have that figured out. We know what light is. It kind of it's illumination. It helps us see. But yet at the same time, nobody questions why there's a solar panel on the roof. What's it doing up there? It's capturing energy. Or what do our bodies do? It captures energy. You know, so it it we too much in, in life we look at things and we have that predisposition where we know what that is. And then I think like blood work, getting that done and looking at it, be like, okay, 
well, what I've been doing, I, I don't have it quite figured out because I'm not where my blood work wants to be. You know, it's, it's so simple. Yeah. Yeah. You look at something like magnesium RBC and, and you're like, oh, I guess I'm not getting enough magnesium in my diet. Yep. You know, like, right. like, like and then obviously so much of our modern world has changed, you know, everything from, you know, mono farming where we have a depletion of soil quality going into even our organic stuff. You know, if it's a fucking giant kale field and kale is really high in vitamin A and different nutrients, over time, it's not going to be high in those nutrients anymore unless they're adding it back to the soil, right? Or doing crop rotation and things like that. And the same thing can be said for our light exposure. It's it's so many athletes have this idea about, and, and people in general, but it's like, oh yeah, yeah, I know I should drink more water, you know? And, and then Greenfield comes along and he's saying things like, we don't have a problem with how much water we drink and fluids we drink. We have a problem with electrolyte and mineral balance. People are not salting their water or they're afraid of salt because of kind of what we've been force fed from a young age. And like now we start to see that shift in health and wellness. And outside of that, you know, as professional athletes kind of move the bar in a lot of these categories, people reverse engineer that back down to everyday people. And it makes a lot of sense with exception of something like Gatorade where, you know, like, yeah, in the swamplands playing football for three hours, you're going to need some, some sugar, some, <laughs> no doubt, yeah. you know, but everyone else who's going to the gym for 30 minutes does not need 60 grams of fucking fructose. With, <laughs> they don't need the big salt. orange, the big orange Gatorade. Right? No, no, I mean, they don't you need don't, that. No? They don't need that. <laughs> you won't find it on it. Vending machines over <laughs> at the not, gym. No. no, we don't sell it. We don't sell it in the cafe. <laughs> God, that's so funny. I just remember Gatorade as a kid looking at it like, this is healthy. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm healthy. I'm not drinking soda. I'm drinking mm -hmm. Gatorade. Yeah. It's so funny how that's well, turned. I, I think you summed it up with one of your statements earlier, Kyra. Like it's, it's not about like blaming any organizations, whether it's the AMA, like bigger organizations like that, the AMA. I mean, I even think of, you know, the, the skincare community, derms and and uh, and estheticians. They, they're like their advice to most people is just avoid the sunlight. Or if you're out, you got to slap on sunblock, right? That's not. I mean, generally speaking, that's probably not going to be the, the you know great advice um, to, to to most people. Uh, we're not proponents of going out on uh, you know once a once a weekend and just blasting yourself with with sunlight and just frying your skin, that's not a great next step. But the reality is like sun sunlight specifically is is uh, is an important factor in health. And it's not about like, you know, blaming, but it's it's about trying to trying to trying to solve for some of those those gaps, you know, that are a little bit more obvious than others and making sure people understand like, hey, this is, you know, light can be a good thing. Just be more cognizant of it. Um, how much you're, you know, you're getting on a daily basis. And, you know, maybe if you're if you're new to this topic, the next step isn't to go buy a red light therapy device. Um, you know, we'd, we'd like the business, of course, but maybe your next step is just, hey, take take a break during the day, take a 10 minute break and just try to go get more some, some more sunlight, you know? Yeah. My buddy yeah. Mark Bell talks about that, the 10 minute walk challenge yeah. where, you know, and he does, I think he does 10 minute podcasts now too, his little, little interims that you can listen to on the walk, uh, but you just get out, go outside and fucking walk for 10 minutes. You can right. do it after you eat lunch. You can do it first thing in the morning. You can do it at the end of the day. You can do it all three, yeah. right? But just get out for 10 minutes, get outside and actually move a little bit. Yeah, so important. Oh yeah, so hard hard to do though for most people. But but it's just like it's just like anything. If you want to get serious about your health, you got to start by by evaluating your diet, right? I mean that's that's like again entry into the game. But all this other stuff that we're talking about is they're, they're key aspects. You know whether it's emotional health, it's like you know making sure that's dialed in, or taking a break during the day and you know a ten minute break every single day really adds up cumulatively over over time. And so those are like just relatively straightforward, easy next steps, you know, and if, if that's super hard for someone to do, you know, yeah, I mean, a red, you know, a big red light therapy device can certainly be a, you know, a nice supplement, but 
you know, it doesn't stop. It doesn't, you know, it, it it's it's not a it's not a way to like uh, completely remove yourself from from nature and getting more sunlight and you know walking around maybe barefoot you know outside every now and then. Yeah, getting grounded. Yeah, I think about that too when I talk about nootropics and different things that enhance cognitive function. Obviously, at, at on it we sell Alpha Brain and it's fucking amazing. It's one of my favorite products. It's what drew me to the company outside of Aubrey, but nothing replaces a good night's sleep. You know what I'm saying? Like you could take every nootropic on earth, all the caffeine in the world. And if your sleep is shit, your cognitive function is shit. It really doesn't matter how you grease the wheels with nicotine and different things that can enhance that. you got to sleep well, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. And the same can be said for light. So I think it's 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 really cool what you guys are doing. And I'm super excited to be able to work with you guys and and hopefully get some good data from from just one, the old N equals one. <laughs> still valid, still valuable information, in my opinion. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah, very cool. Well, what do you guys, I mean, we talked a little bit about the future of what you're looking at. Is there anything else you guys feel like discussing when it comes to Juve? Uh, I mean, when it comes to our products specifically, I'll just, you know, kind of kind of, kind of plug the design of our products. Just I, th I think it's important. Um, one of our core theses as, as, as a company is that everyone should be, uh, ha have the opportunity to, um, to experience full body light therapy, ideally, you know, in, in, a, in a home setting, because that's just more convenient. And so we designed our devices in a, in a modular fashion. And what I mean by that is kind of like kind of like Lego blocks. You can start with one one device and then add to it over time to build out, you know, one of the big full body systems. So you don't have to do it all all now. It's kind of like Sonos for audio. You, you got can it. buy one speaker and then you buy another set another of speakers one? and yeah. they automatically connect. Yep. And, and they connect together physically and electronically. So mm -hmm. one device then controls like Sonos. That's a great example that one device controls the whole system. And so that's pretty unique about our setup. So, it, you know, if you're if you're if you want to, you know, limp in. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. If you want to. If you want to limp into the red light therapy game, you don't have to like go all in with some you know massive spin. You can start just with one, and then you know if you like it, uh, you know build out uh, you know build out that full body system over time. I think it's 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 a good option too for people who are really afraid of the sun. You know, if if you can at least get past dispelling uh, some of the some of the bullshit we've been fed around that. There are some people who have you know red hair that are just they're not going to do well with yeah. a ton of sunlight, but they're not going to get burned from this either. Right. You know, so you can experience a lot of the benefits of the sun and then still getting out to get the full sunlight for at least the minimum effective dose that's required for all people and all body types. I think that's super important. Yep. No doubt. Yeah, and I think what we're going to see is is folks are, the, the, it's just like you said, the sun's misunderstood. And now we're going to learn, let's use that powerful tool to our advantage. You know, it's, I mean, it's the most powerful thing hitting the earth. Without the sun, the earth is non-existent. So I think that's what we're going to be seeing more and more is, hey, how do we optimize, you know, the most powerful tool that the, that we have on the earth, which is, which is the sun. That's awesome. Yeah, it's cool. It's cool stuff. Like I said earlier, I, I, I it, the space is super interesting to us. Obviously, we're biased because we sell products uh, in in kind of this arena. But there's so much science here, um, and then you combine that with kind of like tying it into sort of the 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 ancestral kind of kind of uh, narrative. There, it's just a cool space to be uh, to, to operate in, and we're 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 stoked to like continue to do more creative things when it comes to. Um, you know, full on cl clinical studies or in of one, you know, experiments with like, you know, like, like yourself looking at your, your blood work. So just a fun, a fun space to, to operate in. And uh, we're excited at, at kind of what, uh, what the future holds for everyone and how they think about light in general, you know, for overall health.
Fuck yeah. yeah. This has been awesome, guys. Yeah, I yeah. appreciate having you guys on. Yeah. Where can people find you? Best best place is, uh, is, is, uh, is our website, but if you go to juve.com, J-O-O-V-V, so two O's, two V's, dot com, forward slash Kyle, uh, and you want to you know limp into the into the the red light therapy game we'll we'll set up uh you know some sort of uh some sort of special there where you can you can uh, if you're listening to the show you can you can take advantage of that that's awesome but that, i'm that's sure the, everyone will appreciate that for yeah, sure yeah that's the best place to, to to start we're also active on on social at juve social uh, on instagram and facebook so you can find us there awesome guys yeah. thanks for coming on yeah, yeah. thanks Kyle. Yeah. awesome thanks for having us thank you guys for tuning in i hope you dug the science behind juve and red light therapy we're going to link to a lot of that science in the show notes and just to let you all know i will be guinea pigging this myself i've already taken preliminary blood work i'm using it daily for about 20 minutes a day 10 minutes each side and uh some of the things i already noticed is just improved mental clarity better sleep and more vasodilation which is important for athletic performance and bedroom performance so uh very happy with it with the results thus far and i will be sure to post down the road exactly what happens with my testosterone. Thank you guys for tuning in and make sure you go to juve.com slash Kyle for your very own discount.